So it's like everything I see is revolving around the whole you are what you eat message, but in a more negative rather than a positive light, as in movie. Welcome to People of Lamb, an intimate podcast on art, food, and self-discovery through visitors' eyes. Episode 5, Part 1. You are what you eat. So who are you? Today, we hear from Akif, student of International Studies at Leiden University and co-manager of an art collective called SOB Collective. You can find all the relevant links in our Instagram page, lam underscore museum. What do you see? The first, uh, well, yeah, to start with, from what I'm seeing right now is uh, a supermarket aisle with very nicely color-coded and aesthetically pleasing vegetables all lined up properly in their perfect little plastic containers, all refrigerated and sterile, which is kind of like the opposite of what you expect from naturally grown fruits and vegetables. But the first thing that struck me is how everything is so carefully packaged in plastic. Um, and to have the the individual character who's standing in front of the aisle, but he's transparent so you can see through him and you can see the perfectly sort of... Um, like packaged food showing through his skin. And the first thing that popped into my head was the saying, you are what you eat. And I'm looking at this now and I'm seeing all this packaged plastic food. And the first thing that kind of struck me was if we are what we eat, then technically speaking, we are also very much responsible for the problems in our consumption. And in this case, what struck me again, I feel like I'm repeating it, is how every single item is wrapped in some sort of plastic. For example, you have like a squash, something that naturally grows with a cover, a skin that you don't eat. So it is naturally packaged as it is, but it's still wrapped in plastic cling film. It's kind of self-defeating of a purpose to wrap it in plastic. And that's kind of the first thing that struck me how, for example, I go to Albert Heijn and I buy an avocado wrapped in plastic and I don't ask myself the question of why should I do this? Should I change my habit? Should I go shop somewhere else? Should I stop buying from these massive markets that, uh, that in a way have been doing this for some time in a way that's damaging the environment? But I am contributing to it. I am buying the product. I am not saying why is it plastic wrapped. And that's kind of what I got from it. So going back to you are what you eat, do yeah. you think that the obsession of uh, putting everything into wraps comes also from probably, I don't know, an obsession on having everything sanitized and clean? Yeah, that's exactly the first thing that popped into my head looking at this. It's sterile. It's, it's almost like the environment you associate with the interior of a hospital, but this is a supermarket, you know, sterile and packaged and clean. And that's also maybe a cultural thing because um, moving to Western Europe, what I started to discover is that matters of sterility in Europe, at least this part of Europe, is a lot larger, uh, especially in food consumption, for example, uh, the preparation in restaurants, um, the way the food looks when you buy it, having no sort of marks on a tomato or or making sure it's beautifully shiny, which in in its in essence is counter natural. For example, um, I'm partly from Azerbaijan, so sometimes when I go back home, I visit family who live in rural communities, and that's kind of the first time I came in contact with 
how food naturally looks like if it's not um, prepared in the way we see it in supermarkets. And it is ugly, but it's beautiful ugly because it has flaws. Carrots are not straight. They're not bright orange. Tomatoes have marks. Sometimes you bite into an apple and there's like a worm in it or something. And so maybe it has a little bit to do with cultural expectations of sanitary uh, standards and, and food standards that differ from region to region. But yeah, sanitary. You are what you eat. You are sanitary. But at the same time, the cost of being sanitary in this way is massive environmental degradation and damage. I mean, And so. I think this expectation comes a lot from the great disattachment that we have from nature. Yeah. And that has been evolved through time until the moment where you literally, like the, the product that you find in the supermarket, the most of the times you have no clue where it comes from and you don't even question that. And, you know, like, for instance, for me, it matters a lot. I always try to find something that... Um, comes from the Netherlands so that it's local mm. or locally produced in general. And and what strikes me is that there's a lot of products like vegetables and fruit that don't have a label or don't say necessarily where they're from. So it's it gets even hard to make the what you think is the it's right choice. It's a conscious choice. decision, yeah, yeah. I fully agree with that. And yeah, true, that that's that's really a part of it as well. I mean, we kind of assume that it's easy to be able to be conscious in your decisions and that's something of an experiment I did myself going to Albert Hein or your local supermarket and trying to ethically purchase products, you end up realizing that ironically, you spend so much more money being ethical than you would just closing your eyes and buying the most convenient thing in front of you. Um, and maybe that is part of the urban supermarket culture. Whereas, for example, if you live in a rural community, you have your local market, you have like you know, Robert from down the lane who makes his tomatoes or whatever, but then it's seasonal. You can't always find stuff. For example, eating a watermelon in winter is a big privilege. You know, that's not something that should be happening, naturally speaking. So again, it comes back to the point of like, we are responsible for the degradation that's being caused because we demand these expectations, at least in urban communities. So it's like everything I see is revolving around the whole, you are what you eat message, but in a more negative rather than a positive light as in you wanted this you are now dealing with the consequences for example could you imagine changing our eating habits to be seasonal from now on but you know what's crazy is that uh we used to live like this before much, yeah. and there is a lot of people who live like this still nowadays so it's just a matter of adaptation and mindset it's not that impossible to envision and art, for instance, is a beautiful way to help you, is a tool to help you uh, envision in a future that you might have not even wondered about before. Yeah. And this is everything that Lam does through food and consumption. Art, I'm really yeah. starting to get that message now. Yeah, I, I really am. 